Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zook, and it is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next on Scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my amazing and inspiring guest today, I always like to start with a marketing tip to get your week started and also a self-care tip that I'm incorporating to maybe inspire you to do the same. So marketing tip of the week. What is going to be the marketing tip of the week? I want to talk about the significance of boosting posts, and I am not a Facebook ads expert, although I am like a marketing expert. Facebook ads is definitely different, but there is value if Facebook or Instagram usually recommend you to boost a post for like five bucks. It is absolutely worth doing because it puts so much more eyes organically on your content. And for that short of money, especially if it's a campaign, if it's something that's personal to you, like it just gets more eyes on your content. So if you come across that this week, or if you have in the future, or you do in the future is more I want to mean, definitely, definitely do it. You will not regret it. My self-care tip of the day, I've been going for like daily walks for like 20 to 30 minutes with my dog and my husband. And I can't tell you because I've been slacking in the workout department. But if because I'm doing that, I feel like rejuvenated. And now on the East Coast, the weather is getting nicer. And I think there's something to just being outside in nature, putting your phone away is so powerful. So if I could inspire you to do that more often for yourself, definitely do that. It has made such a difference for me personally. So want to inspire you to do the same. Now let's share my amazing guest. I am so excited to bring on the amazing Manjari Saha. She is the founder of Meyer Naturals. She went through such significant shifts in her life personally and professionally that she has healed her skin with her own products. It's all vegan, all natural, and she talks about what goes into her products, how she got started, what forced her to transition from corporate to going on her own, and so much more. So I can't wait for you guys to get to know her. And she also is a special for you if you listen to the end of the show. So can't wait to hear your feedback and stay tuned for Madre. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Becoming Next On Scene. I am so excited to be here with the amazing Mondri Saha, the founder of Mayor Naturals. Mondri and I have known each other for years. This is really, really fun and exciting. I'm a huge fan of her products, so I'm so excited to have her on today. Hi, Mondri. How are you today? I am fabulous, Jackie. How are you? Thanks Good. for having me. So excited to have you, and I'm so excited for you to share your story with people who don't know how incredible you are because you're doing such amazing things. So tell us all about what Mayor Naturals is and how you fell into the world of skincare and beauty. <laughs> awesome. So Mayor Naturals is it's a, everything that you put on your body externally. So I've got skincare, which is what I started with. Then I brought in cosmetics and then hair care. And all of it really came out of my personal experiences. When I was in the corporate world, I used to literally have not just like drawers full of uh, skincare stuff, but closets 
full of skincare. I just like collected them. And I traveled a lot back then too, internationally. And I used to pick up different things from different places, you know. But I also used like the traditional, conventional, very high-end solutions for everyday use. And I was in my late 30s at that time and the wrinkles were coming. I wasn't too fond of that. So I just started experimenting with, you know, ingredients on my own. And I remembered what my grandmother used to do. She had flawless skin and she would just use stuff from the kitchen and she would put it on us. And of course, back then we used to run from it. But, you know, I just remembered so much of that. And so I'm also very OCD. So once I really get into something, I really, really get into it. And I just started researching ingredients and I started playing and use myself as a guinea pig. And one of the things I found was, you know, these all natural products, these ingredients, it just worked so much faster than some of the conventional stuff that I got at the store. So I just started experimenting on myself and I saw the difference in my skin. And years later, when I became very sick and I could no longer work, and a lot of it was manifesting on my skin. And I saw how the skincare that I created was making a difference to me. And I really was very passionate about bringing that purity to the everyday average person. And so that's how Meyer Naturals came about. It started with the skincare. And like I said, you know, added the cosmetics because I started being allergic to all the conventional store-bought cosmetics. And then I got alopecia in my head, top of my head, and that brought about the hair care line. Amazing. You are literally a walking sample for Meyer Naturals. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. So what were like, this is like really just fun facts, but like, what were the products in your grandma's kitchen that like she would just throw on you guys? Like, what did that entail when she was like putting stuff on you? So she would use a lot of fruits, you know, the fruit pastes and things like that. She used a lot of cream products on us. Moisturizing was very, very important. And she used to tell us, so we use oil in for hair care as well. And that's what my sort of hair regrowth scalp treatment is all about. And I'll never forget, she used to have this phrase, we never wanted to put oil in our hair. And she was like, think about your hair as a plant. You need to water a plant for it to grow, right? So you need to nourish your hair for it to grow nice and thick and and have a long life. So I always remember that. And it was the same principle with skincare. You need to feed your skin. You need to give it the nutrition and the food that it needs to heal ourselves, you know, to heal the skin. And as we grow older, there are certain things that our body just stops making naturally. And when you can just replace those little ingredients, it makes all the difference in the world. So cool. And I love like reading on your site too, like the ingredients you're using all with like the essential oils and like, there were some random things I didn't even like, I'm learning so much from you all the time. Like vitamin C only lasts like a couple of days, but now you're coming out with a new product that you figured out like last lifetimes. Like talk more about like how you figure out the best product, like the best ingredients for your products. 
You know, it's really finding an ingredient and then figuring out how to make it work. So I've always known that vitamin C is really good for your skin, but I was struggling with it because making a product that I could make shelf stable because most of the vitamin C products, because of the very short shelf life, needs a lot of chemicals. And I don't use any chemicals, not even like a preservative in my product. So I was struggling with that. I made it for myself. I saw how good it was on my skin, but how to make it last more than four or five days, right? So then all of a sudden, I just had the idea, well, do it just like you do all your other masks, you know, because the principle behind the other masks is also to keep it fresh as long as it's in the jar. Um, So keep it dry, keep it in its powder form, and then let the user activate it when they are getting ready to use it. So it's like it's absolute freshest, not even like a day old. So you're just using it, you add the water to it, it activates it, you use it, and you're done. So I don't know, just had this little brain wave, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) And um, I like how you rephrase that, like the brainwave. Yeah. That was so funny. So regarding like the cosmetics versus the skincare products you're using, like what is the difference in terms of like what goes into the, the work of that? Is it very different in terms of formulating? Yes, I actually work with a company that makes the cosmetic part of it. It's really difficult for me to package it the way it needs to be. You need a lot of very expensive machinery. But the cosmetic line is very much in keeping with my skincare line. It uses very much the same sort of ingredients that I use. It's vegan and all of my products are vegan. So it doesn't use any beeswax or any of that. It uses very, very nourishing butters, rice. Some of my powders are rice-based, which I'm a huge fan of rice in skincare and makeup because one of the things I found out through all my reading is rice is really good for your skin which I I did not know it's something that the far eastern cultures like Japan and Korea and stuff like that the women use the rice water after they cook the rice and splash it on their face they've been doing it for centuries So I was like, yay, now let's figure out how to use rice, you know, and I use rice in some of my salt scrubs or I'm sorry, uh, rice brand oil in some of my salt scrubs. So yeah, it's very much in line with the ingredients that I love and use. So cool. So what was your, I mean, your top seller is your elixir. So can you tell us more about what that is? And then also share like, what was the first product you created in the line? Was it the elixir? Elixir was the first product. It was so, I was like, that's what really changed my mind. When I made, uh, obviously, you know, you've gone through different iterations of it. But even like the first batch that I made, I made this tiny amount. And it made such a huge difference in my skin, like overnight. And that's another thing about me. It's like, I'm impatient. I don't, if I don't see, like if my skin doesn't feel different like the next day if I don't see like the little bit of a difference to the either the texture or the feel of it 
I don't have patience to do it again and again. I'm not waiting two months to see results. So it was Elixir that really, really changed my opinion about natural skincare. I was actually trying to solve my creepy neck issues. And I just saw a difference overnight. It's just very heavy in some of the ingredients that our body needs. See, our collagen starts depleting surprisingly in our late teens and our early 20s, which we don't realize because we don't see the effect of that, you know, declining collagen until in our 30s. But it starts back then, right? And so you just give it the food. You give the skin the food it needs and it reacts very, very quickly. It's very full of vitamins, omegas that we just like soak up, you know? Full of facts. I'm always learning things from me, Mandri. It's Mandri. I'm sorry. I always say Mandri. I'm getting better with that now. But everybody, it's Mandri. It's not Mandri. So <laughs> that's fine. No, I know. But I like, I totally respect that. That's an important thing. So I just wanted to acknowledge yeah. that. So, okay, let's talk about like what's next for you. So you're launching this really exciting vitamin C product. Like what are your plans with your line? Like where do you want it to go over the next year? Like share some goals that you have. So I am really wanting to create some additional products to what I already have. The vitamin C is one of them. I want to also create something for the face, but really to address like dark circles issues because a lot of times that is a thyroid issue. How interesting is that? Yeah. It's something that I have tried to get tested, but it's very difficult to get like the accurate test. So I want to use a lot of some marine products in it, you know, like seaweed and dead sea clay, things like that. The sea naturally has all of these properties So I'm kind of exploring that. I don't know what that's going to look like, but I know so many people who struggle with dark circles, including myself. So that's an issue I want to solve. But I want to focus, it shows up in the eye, but I think I want to go for like the entire face and neck because the neck lines are also a thyroid issue. How interesting is that? Keep sharing all these facts, Mondry. It's great. (laughs) I'm loving it. These are so good. It's just just stuff I picked up along the way. You know, I went and saw a nutritionist a while ago. She's the one who told me, you know, it's like your neck issue in the dark circles. That's a thyroid thing. Obviously, lack of sleep and lifestyle. Of course, it's going to affect it. But yeah, so. So So cool. Yeah, so you have some exciting things on route. Yes. I'm excited for you. This is really yes. exciting. Okay, so can you share before we play game time, talk about fun facts about Mondry? Can you share how everybody can follow you on social media and check out your website? Absolutely. My website is myornaturals.com. My Instagram is myur underscore naturals. And on Facebook, I'm just myornaturals. Everywhere Meyer Naturals. So they, exactly. They will find you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. Love it. Okay. So now let's talk about your career prior to Meyer Naturals. So you were in corporate for over 23 years, right? Yeah. Yes. Crazy. That's right. And yeah. you're a day trader, which I thought was so cool because I'm like, laundry <laughs> was a day trader. What was that like for you? You know, day trading was very, it's kind of like gambling in a way. 
It's very addictive. And I loved it. So there was a, it was over a long period of time that I just got really kind of very slowly. It was the stress of corporate life and the higher you climb, the more stressful it gets. And I just wanted to, I think I was looking for an exit for a long time. So I was just playing around with different opportunities. I did quite well with day trading, but then the market crash happened in 08, 09. And so I kind of like went back and came back. It was back and forth for a little bit. And then, especially after I got sick, I was like, you know, I need to take care because I'm a bit of a workaholic, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to, you know, like work, work. And I just knew for my own health, I needed to do something different. Totally. And look, I think you turned out great. Look at what you've created. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. You know, in life, I always say sometimes you get nudged in a certain direction. And when you don't take it and you're not proactive, life will give you a little harder nudge than it needs to be so yeah it took getting really sick for me to like make the choices I probably should have a while ago Whatever, but I, I, I love it I love it I live my passion you know every single day I work extremely long hours, but it doesn't feel like work because I love it so much. That's you know, so good. that's when you know you like found what you're supposed to be doing, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I also want to talk about your other fun facts about your love for cooking. So I also love to like even earlier when I was learning about you about your love for preserved food and like how you do that. So talk more about that. That's so interesting to me. You know something? When I came to this country in 1990 for college. I literally burned boiled eggs. Like I did not know how to cook at all. And it became like a survival thing, right? Because during the summer, I had to fend for myself. There was no school cafeteria. I mean, nobody making, I literally did not know how to boil an egg. And then a couple of my college friends taught me a couple of recipes and every single thing I made tasted of the same thing. You know, whether it was chicken or vegetables or whatever, it everything tasted the same. <laughs> and then later on, you know, I just discovered like I have this passion, similar passion. And just like with my skincare, you know, I go after something. I just went after it like with okay. the passion I used to watch a lot of food TV, you know, Food Network and things like that. And I started getting the basics of it. And um, again, it was just an interest and I learned different things, watched a lot of YouTube. With the preservation thing, that is really something that it's actually a little bit more recent, the preservation, because um, especially during the pandemic, right? I had a garden last year and really the biggest like vegetable garden I've ever had. And then I was looking at, it's like, okay, how do I preserve this food? And one of the best ways that I found was to freeze everything. That way the food is still live Mm -hmm. uh, versus, you know, cooking it down and canning process. So I just started again, you know, I was learning, I'm learning every day still. 
And uh, it came in really handy. I was surprised how easy it was over the winter to cook because I already had all these ingredients chopped up, ready to go. All I had to do was, you know, take something out like a brick of onions and I could cook with it. I didn't need to spend time chopping and all that stuff. Right. Smart. You preserved smart is really what it is. Yeah. What's your favorite meal to cook? My mom made this really easy casserole dish. It's a layer of like ground turkey in like a curry sauce and you sandwich it between two layers of rice and you stick it in the oven. I love it because it's just so easy and I can eat it for several days. You know, you make a big casserole. I like things like that. That's like fast and easy super easy pastas. I love Italian food. I've been to Italy many times and I just love the simplicity of their cooking and the fresh ingredients. So that's one of the Italian food is probably one of my, like, I need a meal in like 15 minutes to half an hour. That's like my go-to. I love Italian food. Okay. So we're going to get into game time and we're going to get more specific on that, but okay. Really fun facts. Thank you for sharing. Okay. Are you ready for game time? Your face right now is priceless. Oh gosh. Yeah. No, there's no rush with how fast you have to answer. So this is just a fun way for us to get to know you more. So first question, what is your favorite food of all time? Not something you cook could be anything. Favorite food, favorite meal could be from anywhere. You know, I love mangoes but I haven't eaten a mango for like 15, 20 years. For what reason? Why so long? Because you don't get the good ones here. True. You know, I grew up with mango trees in our house, which are these massive, you know, trees and they drop mangoes as soon as a thunderstorm comes in or whatever. And we just go pick it off the ground and eat it. You know, obviously you wash it and everything, but uh, that's how you eat a mango. You don't climb the tree and get it. It just like falls to the ground. It's like falling to your lap. So I really miss that. You know, there are so many things that I love. I love a good pasta. Mm-hmm. I love gnocchi, Indian food, of course. The thing that I really love is in India, we grew up with you know, five course meals for lunch as well as for dinner. And it's actually a pretty balanced sort of a diet. You know, you have your vegetables, you have your protein, you have your carbs, you have your grains and things like that. That's what I I miss the everyday food of India, not like the special stuff that you would get in a restaurant that's so heavy and rich and things like like that. Fresh. It's like more about the freshness. Yeah. Yeah. Like the everyday things that we used to hate as a kid that we complained about every day. It's like, why do I have to eat this again? That's what I miss. That's hilarious. I love, that's a really fun fact too about the mango trees, by the way. I'm still thinking about that. So cool. Like fall. Yeah. They just fall. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. And they don't like burst open or anything like that. It just falls on the ground and you pick it up and wash it and cut into it and knead it. So cool. Fun facts. Like always I'm gonna learn. Continue with the facts from me. <laughs> okay, second question. If you could wear one outfit for the rest of your life from head to toe, what would it be and why? Oh my god, you're gonna hate this, but I'm so comfortable in my jammies and my sweatpants. I love it. I wish I never had to take them off. I'm, I could agree with you on that 100%. 
And I have become so lazy during these pandemic mm -hmm. times because it's like, if I don't have to put on and see a pair of jeans, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Yeah. That's hilarious. Good answer. And what shoes would you be wearing? These days, flats. Yeah. I'm loving my flats. I always felt like I needed to wear high heels because I'm only like five, two, three, something like that, you know, but oh goodness, I'm not wearing heels again is not a bad thing. <laughs> it's like healthier for your back, isn't it? That's what I hear. Much. Absolutely. Even though it makes you look fabulous, but still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. Okay. What's your favorite place you've ever traveled to and a bucket list place you've never been you want to go to? Well, there are two. I really enjoyed my trip to the ice hotel in northern Sweden. That was a lovely adventure. I love Italy. I have been there so many times and I want to go back again. But I'd also like to go to all the other continents, which I haven't. I'd love to go to Africa. I've never been to Africa as well as Australia. So cool. You know, they're just so different culturally. Africa obviously is an extremely diverse continent, but yeah, definitely I'd like to go there. Turkey was pretty fun too. You know, it was kind of fun going from Asia to Europe within the same city, you know, just across a bridge. So that so was cool. fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, I loved Italy too. I think that was my favorite place I've ever yeah. been. But there are so many places to go in Italy that are so different from one and uh, so each other, you know? What's like your favorite yeah. out of all of them? In Italy specifically, we're talking about. Florence was my absolute. Yeah. It's so yeah. magical there. It's like artsy. Yeah. Like I love the architecture. Totally agree. That was a great choice. Yeah. 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 I loved, yeah. I, my hotel was right on, uh, right next to the Ponte Vecchio. And I used to just love walking you know, just walking to the piazza, having lunch and, and just people watching. That was my favorite thing to do. Same. So cool. And I love to you in their culture, like they break at lunch, right? It's like, yeah, nobody's working. Like we're, everybody's off at this time. So cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Such a different lifestyle. So cool. Yeah. All right. Final question. If you could spend a day with somebody you've never met dead or alive, who would you choose and why? That is a tough one. There are <laughs> it could so be more than one. It could be more than one. Totally fine. You know, Gandhi would probably be at the top of my list there because it was just like, how does one man bring down an entire empire? Mm -hmm. And the difficulty he must have faced, right? And the inner strength that you have to have to do what you need to do and to get so many to follow you. You don't just bring down an empire by yourself. How do you influence so many other people to come with you? The other person that I would love to meet is, a, this is a bit of a cliche, but it's really actually very true for me is Oprah. She that. has had such an interesting life and what she has made of herself, I think I, she's such an inspiration to me, not because, you know, she's on TV or whatever, but I hear some of her like stories, her life story. And it's like, wow, if, if somebody could like get over the adversities of life, like look at her, so you know? And so, yeah, I, I really like strong people and uh, people who have, 
gone through stuff mm-hmm. and how they've overcome it. So. Great ones. Gandhi's a great one. I ask this question all the time. Nobody said him before. So good. Yeah. So good. Well, Mondra, you're amazing. Tell everybody again how they can follow you. Check out your website. And I know you have an offer and until June 30th is perfect. So go yes. for it. So Myo Naturals is my website. You find all the products there. There's uh, Instagram, Meyer underscore naturals, and then Meyer naturals again on Facebook. So check me out. Definitely. And then share your special offer. Special offer is 10% off till June 30th, I think we said. And the code is NOS10. Yes. Awesome. So yeah, thank you. Everybody that is listening to this, if you have not tried Meyer Naturals, it is time to get on the products. I am like, I can't say better things about it. So you're amazing, Marjorie. Thank you so much for coming on today. So, so are you, Jackie. Thank you so much. Oh my God, no problem. Really enjoyed this. Yeah, same. And thank you everyone so much for tuning in to Becoming Next on Scene and stay tuned for who's next on Scene. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene.